G'day, everybody. It's Redders here. Day two review of what's gone on down in Nowra at the Country Champs Southern Pool. Uh, games today played at Hayden Drexel Oval in Warragee and Sanctuary Point Oval in Sanctuary Point, where something quite bizarre happened, which I'll talk to you about in a minute. Chronologically, um, game was delayed again at Hayden Drexel due to rain overnight again at Warragee, so the game started late. First game to start was Riverina and Western, and to be quite frank, Western belted Riverina. Riverina all out 96 in 40.1 overs, and Western got them one down in 20 overs, which, as you'll find out later on, gets them a very important bonus point. Unbelievably, the first three batsmen for Riverina, Chris Galvin, Theo Valeri, and Hayden Pascoe, all run out. Really quite amazing to watch that actually happen. I watched a lot of cricket today as my game in Newcastle was watched. In fact, all first grade games in Newcastle were washed out today just as a bit of trivia. But in the early parts of the game, the game was stopped. Um, the camera was at the southern end and uh, <laughs> a very big kangaroo, and I mean very big. Luke Docky reckons, quote, he had um, thighs like, legs like tree trunks. Red came onto the ground, they stopped the game and he rolled off and potted away. Uh, have a look at the Country New South Country Picket New South Wales Facebook page to have a look at the size of the room. He was a big dude. You wouldn't have gone near him with a 10-foot pole. So bizarre scenes, but I've, I've actually seen it happen before, um, of all places, at Bloomfield Oval in Orange, where there was a, a local skippy population. But anyway, quite bizarre. And the only guy to get above 15 was uh, Hamish Starr, who made a creditable 35 with two sixes. Um one I reckon might have... No, I won't say that because it was Pasco. Uh, both might have been off Brock Lawrence, uh hitting down straight. But all-out 96 is simply not good enough. Pitch had a bit in it, but um, Western bowled beautifully. So here are some of the figures. Matt Skinner, who bowls slowish medium pace with Matt Everett standing up to him. 10 overs, five maidens, one for 15. Nick Brose, who, as we know, can seriously play with bat and ball. 10 overs, four maidens, two for 17. Brock Lawrence, three for 27 off six. I'll come back to Brock and Hewlett leave it one for three off 2.1. There was a bit of a, uh, I had a bit of a power with some people whose opinions I trust uh, last night, this morning, saying that Brock might have bowled a little bit flat yesterday. Not today. He threw it up today and got turn and bounce. Um, Mitch Bauer was smart enough to recommend a leg slip to Jamil Qureshi, and it was a smart move because although he didn't have a catch there, it became an actual attacking aggressive pos uh, position. But he just looked... I spoke last week about how Chris Angel, Chris Archer looked dangerous. Today, Brock Lawrence at times looked dangerous. He got purchase, he got dip, certainly got some turn and bounce. He's not one of these off-spin bowlers that just bowls with his arm. He bowls with his shoulder and he puts a bit on it. He was impressive today, winning the figures three for 27. I can't say much about the river and a batting performance because 96 is just not good enough. After 15 in the first over from Matt Everett, uh, Western got them after 20.1 over, 20.3 overs, and importantly, a bonus point and fabulous quotient. Matt Everett, 57 off 60 with seven and one, and Ryan Peacock, 28 off 55, 28 not out. Both, both those bats were not out. The sole wicket taker was Nathan Brown, one for 11. Tough day at the office for Riverina. I know the boys had dinner at six o'clock tonight. They're probably still there. I spoke to Ben Mitchell at one stage this afternoon and obviously they were disappointed. Um, Western just too good. It's as simple as that. They've got a pretty handy bowling line. I'm particularly um, taking advantage of these pitches. They, their slow bowling is very good. 
And it's great to see Matt Everett, who's playing for Western for the first time, uh, based in Western now. He's, he's living around the Gill area. And uh, he did very, very well today. And there's a couple of blokes, Matt Everett and John O'Rose, who I'll speak about at the moment, who are putting their hand up for selection for New South Wales country. And remember, I'm not a selection, I'm just saying, which I'm allowed to have an opinion, they're putting their hand up. So Western won by nine wickets and very importantly, a bonus point for Western zone. Um, and when I do my summary in a little while, you'll understand how important that is. In the other game, which I watched an enormous amount of today, this game was at Hayden Drexel Oval and it was delayed because of rain overnight. Greater Illawarra batted first and ended up with 194 of 45.1 overs. And again, if they'd have batted out their overs, it might have been a different kettle of fish. Uh, Illawarra made, Greater Illawarra made 194. The top scorer by Miles, John O'Rose, and I watched a lot of his innings, batted beautifully, 86 of 104. Uh, Zach Churchill made 30-odd, made 34. Um, Alexander Brown made 21, but nobody else, and um, I'll go down the bottom here, and Jack McDonald made 26, batting low on the order. But not enough runs, and but crucially, and I know this is something that we were disappointed with at Newcastle last week, when we played against Central Northern, we didn't bat our overs out. And you cannot do that at this cricket. You just can't. Even if you hit 18 singles off the last 30 balls, you've got to bat the 50 overs out. Bowling figures. Charlie Bloomfield into the side, and uh, I think he's one of the better quicks running around. Two for 24, the vast experience, Charlie. Um, and two for um, Hanno Jacobs, two for 33 off six, slightly expensive. Expensive. Joe Slater took uh, two for 34 off his 10, a good performance. And Lewis Evans, bowling his medium paces, three for 31 off 6.1. Um, interestingly, the uh, four for bowlers from ESF, Fitzpatrick and McGurk, neither of them took a wicket today. But a good performance with the ball from the ACT. John O'Rose, superb. 86 off 105 with four and two. Caught on the uh, what appeared to be the mid, forward score leg or mid-wicket mid fence, but batted really, really well. And he is a very tidy keeper. So in reply, ACT were flying along and with, appeared to be cruising. Zach Keogh opening up 27, Reese Healy a superb 80, Daniel Leadham 34. However, Alex Brown came on very late with his leggies and took three for 33 off five overs. He went for a bit of tap, got hit for 10 or 12 in his last over, and that pretty much sealed the run chase when they were 181 for six and in just a little bit of a dangerous, especially if they'd have gone down a seven and eight. However... Uh, they got home, Hanno Jacobs and the, the uh, keeper, Eric Bell, got them home. Bell, um, that that information on there on live scoring is incorrect. The live scoring played up, but Bell hit a six and a four in each 10. In fact, they were the only scoring shots. And they ended up 195 for six um, off 42 overs. So a good win to ACT. Interestingly, Reese Voicey bowled his first seven or eight overs of medium paces, um, and then bowled leggies at the end, bowled fast leggies and did something with them. He was actually quite dangerous, especially to the right-handers. One for 20, uh, 36 to rip for Reese. Uh, one for twenty, one for 14 off four overs for Angus Cumming, bowling his off-breaks. Jake O'Connell, one for 34. But as I said, Alexander Brown, three for 33 off five overs. Um, best bowling for Greater Illawarra. So Greater Illawarra will be a bit disappointed. They did have their chances. But in the long run, that if they'd have batted out guys their 50 overs, that might have been a very, very interesting finish to that game. ACT win by four wickets. And 
I'm going to go onto the Country Face Country Cricket New South Wales Facebook page because there is a review and a um, point score which is official from Uncle Bruce. So I'll go and get that for you now. I know what the scores were, but I wanted to wait. Um, that's why this podcast is a bit. I wanted to wait till the post came up. Okay, there's messages in the back there. So the ladder, as it stands, is Riverina on Nord, and Riverina won't be able to repeat their final uh, final appearance last year at Goulburn. Greater Orwara six. Western 7 and ACT Southern Districts 12. That bonus point for Western is absolutely crucial. Wait till you see who plays tomorrow. Greater Illawarra play Riverina and Western take on ACT Southern Districts. So Greater Illawarra and Riverina is at Hayden Drexel and ACT SD play take on Western at Bernie Reagan Oval. So the way it stands at the moment is mathematically three teams can win this tournament. Greater Illawarra can win if they win with a bonus point in Pogo Riverina and Western win with no bonus points. Western and ACT Southern have to win their game. It's as simple as that. If ACT win, they're home, forget bonus points. However, if Western win with no bonus points, Greater Illawarra can scalp them. If Western win with a bonus point, which I would think is a little unlikely, um, they uh, they would go through automatically. So, again, it's ACTSD 12, Western 7, GIZ 6 and Riverina Nort. ACT play Western tomorrow in what is basically a mini final and GIZ play Riverina. I know the Riverina blokes I'm speaking to tonight are very determined to have a, uh, a good time to, tonight and, and enjoy each other's company, relax a bit and will come out tomorrow firing. And that ACT Southern Districts and Western game at Bernie Reagan Oval, which had a bit of life in it yesterday, let me tell you. That'll be a really interesting contest. Western spinners are very good. ACT um, Southern Districts have got some good good bats. Uh, Jarley makes a big difference to them, in my opinion. Um, I think he's the best the best quick down there, along with Voicey. Um, it'll be a really, really interesting battle tomorrow. Um, I'll flick my... Uh, my Phone on to silo here because it's annoying me. Um, so, yeah, look, it's going to be a very interesting day tomorrow. I tell you what, this live streaming, guys, is absolutely fantastic. I am I spent a lot of time like, well, I had no cricket today, so I sat back, did some work around the house, cooked, had a glass of sparkling and watched a lot of cricket and really, really enjoyed it. It's a phenomenal service. Um, everyone should take credit for having it and just, just enjoyed watching good, good country cricket. It's great. Um, I won't lie, I'm doing a bit of homework as well, but um, it's good to have a knowledge base as to what people can do and um, it's good to see how many people are playing well. So, look, that's the scenario as it stands. Um, ACT are in the box seat on 12, Western 7, GOZ 6 and Riverina North. Big day of cricket to my massive boys and, and cousin Jody. Absolutely massive day tomorrow. We thought last week, that this game would come down to the last, this carnival would come down to the last day, it will. ACTST is certainly in the driver's seat, but they will not need to take this Western side lightly. They've showed some ticker. They made Greater Aurora fight with a small run chase yesterday. They won comfortably. They, in fact, they pogoed Riverina today. Take Western lightly at your peril, ACT. Interestingly, Nick Braves will be playing against the very same guys that he played with for a couple of years down at ACT. And I reckon his information will he's not he's no Dilnick bros, he goes all right. And I reckon his information might be really useful. Um, 
going to be a great day tomorrow. Make sure you're watching the live streaming from about 25 past nine tomorrow. Remember, everybody, it's a half past nine start last day at the carnival. Hope you're all well. I love you all very much. Um, Doc and Brownie and all the River Runner guys, Ben and Theo and all the lads, Nathan Brown, you take care. Have a good night. The Bats, mate, good to see the big number 52 sitting there at first limb, uh, guiding people around. It's good to see you playing again, Graham. Charlie B, well done, mate. Good to see you playing um, down there. And everybody else, you just take care. Look after yourself. My friend Jamil and Mitch Bauer, if you're listening, mate, good to see you uh, there playing representative cricket probably 11 or 10 years after uh, after you made your debut, I think, would think, Mitch, at least nine. Uh, it's great to see so many people getting involved with cricket. From me, Redders, that's all for tonight. Everybody take care. Look after yourself. Have some great cricket tomorrow and may the best team win. And I'm looking forward to catching up with some friends next Sunday at the magnificent Bradman Oval. From me, Redders, take care. Good night. Bye-bye, everybody.